welcome to the Villa Forever podcast. This is the IVFC weekly recap. Please subscribe to my channel. Subscribe with a capital S. Also, give this video a share and the like. Please do whatever you can to help this channel. Anything's appreciated. Well, before I start talking about the weekly recap, on Friday evening, me and Luke Robinson did an excellent podcast. And Luke Robinson is the host of the UTV podcast. We did, we did a pretty much talk show before the Man United game. We had an in-depth chat talking about all things Aston Villa. Yeah, Luke Robinson is a great guy. So go and check that episode out. I really enjoyed that podcast. Well, it's well, it's been a weekend to forget for me. Unfortunately, my wheelchair was broken. So it wasn't safe for me to travel to the stadium. So it was a shame that I missed the game. But unfortunately, they lost anyway. So that, that just finished me off, I think. So I'll, I'll, I'll have to get on the booze, definitely. The beers and wine was definitely needed. Well, well, well anyway, let, let's get into it then. I think that it's to forget for Aston Villa. It's a week to forget. Reality is starting to kick in. And it feels strange. Losing games. I think it's because of the expectation. We're not really used to it. It's three home defeats in a row now. So Villa Park is not really the fortress. It used to be. So we're going through this bad patch. But I think we've been very spoiled for a while. But I'll keep saying performances haven't been great. Chris it's the Christmas period. Can we have that draw against Sheffield United? The one one draw where we missed out we're going top of the league. And also the three two defeat to Man United. I don't think performances haven't been the same since then. Okay, I know I mentioned this on Friday night's podcast, but I'll, I'll briefly talk about the Chelsea game. A shocking FA Club exit. On Wednesday, it was an absolutely awful performance. And I'll describe it as it was so disjointed. I just thought we was off in every department of this game. Passing was sloppy, which I'm not used to seeing, especially with Uno Emery, as usually with Villa, with possession by side. I usually keep majority of the possession. I thought both full-backs, Malti Cash and Alex Moreno, really struggled. I thought they looked vulnerable. 
um, they, they were very exposed. And it was worrying because they didn't cover the space behind them. Especially when going forward. But also Pochettino's constant pressing tactic made it really difficult for us. And when, when Pochettino managed Spurs, his tactics were like that at Tottenham as well. And we really struggled to keep hold of the ball after that. To keep the ball properly. But in the end, I just think Chelsea were a lot better than us. I think they wanted it more. And we didn't turn up. And I was impressed with Chelsea. Chelsea were completely solid in the midfield. Garnica and Fernandez were absolutely excellent. With Martinez with that free kick, we had no chance. You knew that was going in the top corner. But in my opinion, that was probably the worst performance I've watched, especially at home. I mean, most fans expected better. And to be fair, I expected better as well. The only positive we could take for the Chelsea guy is that Moussa Diaby was very lively. His pace going past players. He's got very good dribbling skills. And it was a consolation goal. But he did take his goal very well. But towards the end of the game, we started playing better. We had a decent spell at the end of the game. But by that point, it was too late, really. It was just so frustrating. But what annoys me the most, we completely threw away the chance to win a trophy, which hasn't been done in a long time for our football club. And it was a good chance to get a good run in the competition. And yeah, I did, I did expect better. But personally, this is my opinion, I think the team don't really understand the importance of the FA Cup. I think in modern football, not many teams take the FA Cup seriously. A lot of them want to go for the top four. So yeah, it was hard to take that was. I think it's been too long. And we haven't won the FA Cup since 1957. But never mind. It just wasn't meant to be. Hopefully it might be next year. But I always say that every year. But the full focus now has to be a league position. Okay, let's talk about yesterday then. We all feel absolutely sick after yesterday. I felt gutted against Manchester United at Villa Park. We caught away with nothing in the end. But even though we lost, I thought we played very well. It's been the best home performance I've probably seen in the last couple of games. I don't think we played bad. 
I don't think majority of the game, we were the better team. Just typical of Man United. They play, they play awful. I still managed to get results, which is annoying. But in the first half, we started on the front foot, which I expected to be there. High energetic intensity starts, but Man United, some parts of their game started to look dangerous. There was a few occasions, I mean, Garnacho to get a good chance as well. But they start to look dangerous on the counter-attack. You got like Mark with Marcus Rashford or Garnacho. And they got a few, a few decent positions on a few occasions. And, it, and this happened quite often. But Aston Villa did deal a bit well. I think with Hoyland was trying to stretch the, the defence, which did slightly worry me in the game. But Man United started to pull the pressure the first half in a lot of corners. And it did make it quite nervy. That's how I felt. But then, not long after, Manchester United took the lead with Holland. So he's already scored against us back in boxing there. And he's, he's always like, it has to be him, doesn't it? I, I had a feeling that he was going to score against us. And, and it was really annoying. I bet, he, I bet the Man United manager, Eric Tan Hag, pretty said to Holland, your mission to score against Aston Villa. And he did. That's the second time now he's scored against Villa. So he enjoys scoring against Villa. He was poor defending, but he was completely unmarked in the box. But Harry Maguire, he was involved with a heading assist. But I didn't see it coming. But I mean, we created decent opportunities. When John began, I mean, he hit that with some power, so he should have scored. So, uh, for a long range effort. And Watkins come close. Also, Ramsey had some good chances. And he was pretty unlucky not to score. He had chances in the first half and in the second half. I'm not using this as an excuse. But personally, I think the referee got a few decisions wrong. Especially, he missed out a few fouls, which is frustrating. And even he booked Matty Cash, which I think I don't get why he did that as well. But in the second half, Aston Villa were passing the ball excellently, just like the first half, really. The high tempo, moving the ball quicker, we kept stepping up the gears, and we did keep probing through the second half. But in my opinion, I thought our midfield was magnificent. 
very impressed with Douglas Louise, the goal scorer. John McGinn, Kamara, and Jacob Ramsey, all of them are involved. And Matty Cash and Marina were very busy in this game. Getting forward constantly, which was good. Eventually, on the 67th minute, the hard work and patience paid off with Douglas Louise. And he, he was majestic in this game. Scored the equaliser. We had a fantastic assist for Leon Biner. And that goal was definitely coming. We deserve that. And I think we at least deserve to draw out this guy. If it was a 1-1 draw, it would have been enough to keep us in the top four. But Spurs were still above us in goal difference. But after that moment, the team looked like they wanted to go win the game. And we kept pushing. At one point, I was actually thinking... Could we do it? But I was wrong. Towards the end of the game, Man United started to keep a good spell of possession. I thought right at the end of the game, it's, we took our foot off the gas. We sort of allowed Man United to have a bit of possession. But I thought we was going to press them. I didn't think we was going to sit back. But I think it looks like tiredness was starting to creep in. Towards the end of the game, I think we started to run out of ideas. But after that, I have a bad feeling what's coming next. On the 86th minute, Manchester United scored a late winner to Scott McTominay. And he has scored against us before. I think it was in the FA Cup, I think. But this is just typical United. I mean, it's, it's happened so many times over the years at Villa Park. But United love scoring like goals against us. It's just a same old story. Like I said earlier, they, they didn't even play that well. And they still win, still manage to get results. I'm thinking about United, think what worries me. Gonna be five points behind us. They have more experience than us to finish in the top four. They're not writing us off yet. But there's a lot of hard work to do. And it's a shame, I haven't even won that game. We've been at eleven points in front of them. So the gap's not as big now behind us. But big games are coming up. But I think in Man United, they have that, that mentality, I think, of winning like, games against the big teams, especially late on as well. But I think a lapping concentration, we, we took a foot off the gas. We didn't concentrate for that one second, and it cost us the game. And you're going to concentrate for the full 90 minutes. But I think, I mean, Diego Dalla, because that was a magnificent cross. But maybe we should have tried to stop the cross.
defend him wasn't the best to figure that situation. And it was too easy, I think. But yeah, unfortunately, it's a shame that what happened. And yeah, I think we deserve more for that game. Out of this game, a draw would have been alright. But never mind. But what annoys me the most is this was a match we couldn't afford it to lose. So I felt like, I mean, most fans think this. It was a missed opportunity in terms of qualifying for Champions League. It was a massive blow for our season, which is a shame. The past halfway through the season now, it's a crucial time in the season to start to get results. We can't afford to slip up. We've been creating so many chances, but in football, if you don't take them, especially in the Premier League, you don't take your chances, you're made to pay the price. Football is such a cool game. But let's not be too down about this. There is some positives to take from this game. Performance levels were a lot better. They were definitely up there. So there's 14 pretty games to go. Still points to play for. But sure, you know, every the players, they need to regroup. And you can see they were trying yesterday. So they didn't put in a good performance. I think the main thing for me is you need to be clinical in front of goal. So, and it has been a fantastic season. Let's keep the faith in our fans. But another positive from the, from the, the guy, Jacob Ramsey has to be man of the match. I thought he was running his socks off. It's full of energy. He had a few shots. What I'm talking about, he drives the team forward. He was very direct in this game. And he, was, he should have scored, like I said earlier. But I think that is the best Jacob Ramsey performance he has played in ages. I think he enjoys playing against Man United. The last few seasons he's played well against them. But that's the Jacob Ramsey I enjoy to watch. Another thing to mention as well. Leon Bailey was very good. But shouldn't be on the pitch longer. But I wasn't sure about substitution. And, and I mean, Emery did hear in his post-match interview it was a tactical decision. But I think Leon Bailey actually kept him on the pitch. With Diaby and Watkins, it might get gave us more of a threat on the front foot. But I think Leon Bailey, especially this season, more of a favourite Aston Villa players. Especially this season. He's absolutely electric, unbelievable player. But for me, hopefully, Paul Torres will be back in the next game. I was gutted that Torres didn't start yesterday's game. We always played better when Torres is in the team. 
We've really missed him. Delighted a few weeks touring. As we can't, as we can't, so we'll be back. Doing concert is a massive leader for us at the back. So that is it for this week's IVSC Weekly Recap. I really hope you've enjoyed this video. Please let me know your thoughts in the comments section. And if you are new, new to the channel, remember to subscribe. Thank you everyone for watching. Up the villa.